Good morning, America and abroad. Happy Monday. Well, it's time for another Mental Health and Wellness Monday with J-Rock. And this morning, you can catch me on NPR Radio between 7 and 9 a.m. talking about COVID-19, ways that we are coping as a culture, and maybe ways that we're not, and some strategies and tools that will help us better get through this time. I also want to um, just remind each and every one of us that we are not human doings, we are human beings. And I know as difficult as it might seem right now to slow down and to settle down and to take in nature and to take in conversations with family or friends, with your children, with your neighbors, even at a distance, those things can still happen. And we can slow down and be in the moment and be human beings and not um, in this cycle of going, going, going um, so much that we forget to slow down. So. Oftentimes it's not what happens to us, but how we respond to it. We certainly cannot control what is happening, but we can control our reaction and our response and how we show up in the world. And um, I think that more than anything, and I often say this to clients, there are two forces in the world, in the galaxy, in the universe, and that's love and fear. And at any given moment, we can give into fear, which is scarcity and lack and um, catastrophizing about what could happen or at any given moment, we can shift into a place of love, which is abundant, which is opportunity, which is more than enough. And being mindful means being in the moment, um, that nothing else matters except what is happening right now, and nothing will matter in the next moment except that next moment. And that is a practice, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that in watching this video, you'll just go out and do that. Um, but if you can lean into it, and maybe at least consider it, and consider that the brain is a sophisticated muscle that has neuroplasticity, that we can rewire and retrain our brain at any given time. It's never too late to do that. And so um, during this time, no matter what it is that you're going through and, and how you may be affected personally or not, um, rather you are catastrophizing or rather you are being careless or rather you're moderate and just in between, um, I hope that you gain some insight from my conversation around this. And more than just this moment, that this moment begins to shape you and shape us as a community, as a culture, um, as a country, and um, as global citizens in how we can interact and engage with each other. Um, it's still okay to give a smile, to give a hello and a hi, how are you? Even if you're wearing something that's covering your face, you can smile with your eyes. <laughs> Um, and it's still okay to reach out to people by phone or text or email and just say, hey, I just am thinking of you. Um, do you need anything? I'm here to support. Um, because that energy transmits and it speaks volumes. It speaks more than even our words, just taking those action steps. And so um, this is a really, really um, good time, I think, for all of us to practice surrendering letting go of the need to control, to control our outcomes and control how our days go um, and control exactly um, what happens next, but really getting that we can surrender and become a part of this greater ecosystem that we're all a part of and, and just sort of in a sense get into this divine flow. You know, life is like water. When you don't know, just go with the flow. And the suffering uh, starts when we begin to resist that flow of energy and resist that flow of events and resist that water. If you think about it, um, our brain is over 70% water. Our physical bodies in this earth suit, we're over 70% water. Our planet, this little pebble that's spinning through the sky that we call earth, <laughs> la tierra, 
is over 70% water. And so there is something in surrendering to a flow um, when we realize that we can't control. And the best thing that we can control is not so much what happens to us, but our response and our reaction to it. And that's not being um, um, dismissive at all of pain and suffering. It's just really getting grounded and knowing that in this moment, what I can do and what I do have a say over is how I respond, how I react, and how I show up in the world. So um, give that some thought. And nothing that I say is true unless it's true for you. If it resonates with you, so be it. If it doesn't, dismiss it or maybe pass it along. Um, but these are things to think about and consider as we approach this week, as we approach this Monday, as we approach mental health and wellness. And it is a continuum. And um, it's also not only a continuum, but a lifestyle, not just an event. So it's not enough just to make a declaration and say, okay, from here on out, I'm going to be thinking like this, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to give, or I'm going to volunteer, but to make these things a lifestyle and a practice. And just know that the thoughts that we think do impact us, they do impact our physiological well-being, they impact our neurological system, our cardiovascular system, even our respiratory system and our immunity. And when we are given over into lots of stress and lots of fearful thoughts and taking in too much fearful content, albeit that there may be some facts in that, those facts and those emotions don't have to become our truth and our reality. We can experience emotions, which are just energy emotion, by the way, at least I like to say, without becoming those emotions. And if we give over into negativity and fear and worry and anxiety um, too often, then neurologically, we'll start to fire off more of those um, stress-producing neurochemicals like cortisol and we'll go into that fight flight or freeze brain and when we're in that primitive brain that limbic system that limbic brain it is very difficult to be rational it's very difficult to be logical and it's very difficult to be grounded so when we shift our thinking shift our perspective shift our energy shift the content that we're taking in shift the tribe that we're talking to and the people that we're around oftentimes we'll also make a neurological shift in those neural networks and we'll begin to um, depress the releasing of stress hormones and begin to release endorphins, which help to produce joy, or oxytocin, which helps to produce um, and encourage bonding and relaxation. Um, and so these are just things to think about. I practice brain-based clinical psychotherapy and so I'm always thinking in terms of the brain because it is the most sophisticated muscle. We have neuroplasticity. We can retrain our brain and we can create new neural networks which then produce new um, neurobiological outcomes in our physical health as well as new relational outcomes in our relational wellness and health with our colleagues, our coworkers, our friends, our family, our partners, our spouses, our loved ones. And so um, I, I um, had a little person tell me one time we were painting and I was doing some work with children and he said, you know what, I think I made a mess, but I'm gonna turn it into a masterpiece. And so I just want to encourage you that if you feel like there's a mess in your life right now or that you made a mess of your life, which I think every human on planet earth has felt or experienced at some point, I know I have at points of my life, I want to encourage you, you can take that mess and turn it into a masterpiece. And oftentimes it's all a matter of perspective. It's all a matter of getting back up, you know, fall seven times, get back up seven more and seven again and seven after that. So it's not where you start, but it's how you choose to finish. And it's not what you're doing, but how you choose to show up in the world. So if you can lean into love, lean into potential, lean into purpose, um, get quiet. 
You know, some of us don't want to be quiet um, because we're afraid of the, the sound that we'll hear in our own mind. We're afraid of the depressive thoughts. We're afraid of uh, addressing our past or addressing trauma or addressing decisions that we've made or addressing, you know, medical fears or health-related fears or economic fears, all the things which, which are factual. It's not to take away from it. So it's not, this is not an invitation for you to live in a space of denial, but rather an invitation for you to live in a space of pure potential and um, realize that um, I say oftentimes in my, um, even on my practice voicemail, after every storm, the sun will shine again. And none of us can choose our beginnings. And, and we can't always even choose the things that occur in our lives, but we can always choose to write a new ending. So I invite you today to consider writing a new ending and becoming a co-creator and author in your own life and writing a new chapter. What is your next chapter? And in that next chapter, instead of asking yourself, why am I going through this? Or why is this happening to me? Or why is this happening to us? Ask yourself these three powerful questions that I say to every client across the couch whenever I'm um, in the room, in session. Instead of asking, why is this happening? Ask, what is it that I need to learn? Um, what is it that I need to know? And who can this help? And when you do that, it expands the conversation and it takes it off of me-centered and ego-centric and self-centered and it takes it into from individualistic to collectivism. And collectivism has carried us through centuries and through thousands of years and collectivism will continue to carry us through. And you may feel metaphorically, um, I'm sorry, you may feel literally isolated right now. Maybe you are, maybe it's just you. Maybe it's just you and your cat or maybe it's just you and you. <laughs> You know, but kind of like Michael Jackson said, um, I'm talking about the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror. When you can get comfortable with that woman in the mirror that you see back in your reflection, you can get comfortable with that man in the mirror. You can get comfortable with that person that you are. You'll never truly feel um, lonely. You might be alone, but you won't feel lonely because you're comfortable in your own company. So allow those thoughts to flow through you. Allow those emotions to flow through you. Allow the energy to flow through you. And then remember through reticular activation with our brain, whatever we focus on heavily is what we'll notice more of. So that's why we think we're, we feel like we're drawing it to us, right? But whatever you focus on will continue to grow. You focus on um, the cherry red Mustang that you were looking at buying off the lot and now everybody has that same Mustang or you focus on this particular laptop or this particular book that you want to buy and now everybody seems to be getting that well no it's not that people went out and started purchasing more of those it's that whatever you focus on through reticular activation will continue to grow and you'll notice more of it so um focus on the wind focus on the sun focus on nature focus on possibilities focus on faith and not fear and um just know that um, in the words of um, my grandfather, he used to always say, this too shall pass. Um, this too shall pass. Nothing lasts forever. So I hope that you enjoyed this Mental Health and Wellness Monday with me um, via J-Rock Therapy. Um, feel free to reach out to me on my Psychology Today page or um, through social media. And um, just know that you are loved and um, know that I believe in you. And it's not where you start, but it's how you choose to finish. So finish well and be well. Rock the day, rock your recovery, rock your healing, rock your journey, rock your life. From my home to yours, or my office actually, in the office, from my office to your, to your home, um, take care of yourselves, be kind to yourself and to those around you.